Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris or Velosos on social media. You're listening to another great So Over 50 podcast on So Organized Style. Stay listening. So Organized Style podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining us again on So Organized Style podcast for this Sew Over 50 podcast series about sewing friends. Sew Over 50 intersects with all communities. Lynn of Lines Made with Love and Linda of Granny Linda Sews are today's sewing friend guests. Let's give them a warm welcome. Hi, Lynn and Linda. Hi. Hi. Where's Linda? Oh, there you are. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Lynn, can you tell us about how you both met? Okay, well, I joined in with a friendship group. It was set up by Loopy Mabel's Closet and Sewing Modern Vintage. And they were two ladies who set up a challenge, which was to get people in different countries or different parts of the same country to get together and do a project together. And the project was to sew a dress. I'm wearing the dress that I sewed and it's got in it lots of bits and pieces of haberdashery from my partner. So I was partnered with Deb Crafty Mystic in America and she and I each made a dress. This is mine. The story begins there. I went for coffee one morning with my mum at a Costa coffee shop and I wore this dress proudly and then I went home and within minutes there was a message from someone I'd never met before that person was Linda and she simply said were you at Costa this morning (laughs) and I thought well yes I was but how could anyone I I don't understand why you're asking anyway she explained she'd recognized the dress from Instagram she hadn't recognized me she'd recognized the dress so that was the beginning of our really lovely friendship because we arranged to meet and chat about sewing And when we met, we decided to call ourselves the Sewing Angels of the North, because near to both of us, there's the most wonderful sculpture of an angel. And it's a huge sculpture and it's called the Angel of the North. So we decided we'd be Sewing Angels of the North, didn't we, Linda? Yes. So that was the beginning of it, Maria. Linda, what was it about the dress that caught your eye that day at Costa's Coffee? It was the fabric. I didn't see who was wearing it. It was just the fabric. I think it was a Lady McElroy or something like that. It was something that stood out because I'd only just started sewing and my husband husband and I were sitting and I said, oh, look at that dress. And then for some reason, when I went on Instagram, I saw Lynn and as Lynn said, I connected with her and it's been like that for the last two years, hasn't it? It has. Lynn and I met uh, along with uh, another sewing angel of the North, Marilyn, who's Mazzarini on Instagram, and we become firm friends. I was making clothes, but I was never wearing them. Lynn gave me the confidence to wear the clothes I was making. Thank you. And we've just gone from strength to strength, haven't we? We certainly have. We've been each other's confidant. We've been each other's shoulder to cry on. Everything in life really is like true sisters, you know, I feel anyway. Thank you so much. I feel just the same. (laughs) Song ladies are so, so special. 
I don't know if you find that, Marie, but, you know, every sewn person I've met has been wonderful. In fact, we just had a meet-up on um, Wednesday and there was 13 of us sewing Angels of the North. So, you know, through lockdown, it's been a godsend. You know, they've really helped each other out. It's been wonderful. And when you've met up in real life after lockdown, what was that like? It was just natural as if we'd known each other for years, you know. It's the same with every sewing person I've met. It's as if we've known each other for years, you know, it's just we haven't physically met. They're so special, it's just... We just have such a lot in common through our sewing. And then what sort of experiences have you all shared together? Well, let me start with how Linda and I share those experiences together. Okay. Because it's absolutely true that she and I have remained constant friends and we're both ladies of a certain age and it's often difficult to make friends when you're a lady of a certain age. But through sewing, you've immediately got something to talk about. But we didn't just talk about sewing when we would meet for our coffees. And she and I both had certain things happening in our lives that were challenges for us. And I can honestly say that Linda helps me every day through those challenges in life. And it's just someone that I can share something. It might be an issue to do with family, for example, a member of the family. And she and I could be there for each other whenever we had concerns about anything, really. And I felt as though Linda held my hand through lockdown and I could guarantee that at least three, four times a week she'd check in with me and check if I was okay. And I do the same with Linda. And we just were there for each other and we could talk about family issues because we were connected. We had become connected together and we could talk about these things without fear or embarrassment or worry. But then, of course, we could support each other with our sewing because Linda wasn't confident. She was a great person to sew. She was wonderful at sewing and very excited and enthusiastic. But then she'd make the garment and put it in the wardrobe. Hey, Linda? That's right. And I would say, come on, you look fabulous. Come on, you know, go for it. And as you can tell, you know, I kind of am not really lacking in confidence. So (laughs) it worked out really well. Even though I appear very confident, I was a new sewist. You know, my daughter helped me so much. She's Tamlin at Sewn on the Tyne, and she helped me a lot, but she was too busy to be there. But Linda and I could help each other. How do you do this? And I struggled with a pair of Pietra pants to get pockets right. So immediately I contacted Linda, and Linda sent me a little video. Hey, presto, I could do it. It was wonderful. So they're the kinds of things that we share. You're new to sewing. Yes, exactly. Two years. I've been sewing for two years. I'd sewn cushions and little bags and tote bags before, but it was my daughter, Tamlin, who introduced me to dressmaking. She said, yes, you can do it, Mum. And that was two years ago. And I just never stopped sewing. That's great. Linda, how long have you been sewing for? Off and on for years, but nothing serious, you know, just... um... But same as Lynn, I got a sewing machine about two years ago and started through lockdown just to keep me up, keep me sane, really. Yes. <laughs> and and as Lynn, 
pointed out, you know, we're both ladies of a certain age. But funnily enough, age isn't an issue with sewn people. You know, I've got sewn friends who are teenagers. I've got sewn friends in their 20s. You know, so there's no age barrier for sewing. If I can pick up on the point that you've both made earlier, people of a certain age find it more difficult to find friends. Is that what you were saying? Well, I said that, yeah. Do you agree, Linda? Oh, yes, definitely. I've never been one for girlfriends in my adult life, and now I've got some wonderful friends. All through sewing? Yes. And Instagram, of course. Oh, yes, Instagram. <laughs> because we'd just be sewing in our own rooms, wouldn't we, all on our own? Because sewing can be lonely. But with the power of Instagram, we've made more friends than you could imagine all in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And would that have been through the Sew of 50 community? Yes. Almost definitely. We always tag Sew Over 50. And yeah, there are many other groups that we're part of, but Sew Over 50 is fabulous. And I always tag Sew Over 70. (laughs) (laughs) I can next year, Linda. I'm 73. (laughs) Oh, I'm the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you said, Sewing has brought you together and sewing has also widened your personal friendships now. Yes. Yes. And it's not just sewing that you then talk about after that. We talk about everything, everything, things that we like to do, things that we want to do. Would you agree, Linda? Oh, yes, definitely. We do meet up for coffee face to face a couple of times a month. But now that the world's opening a bit after lockdown, like the event we had on Wednesday, meeting up with other people from around the area was so, so special, wasn't it? Oh, it was lovely. It was absolutely wonderful. We met at a local fabric shop and it was just non-stop chat. And then we all went off for coffee and it was more non-stop chat. <laughs> and it was about sewing and it was about patterns and it was about fabric, but also it was about our lives and it was a joy it was a joyful day you need joyful days like that more often right we do yeah yes definitely Linda what was it that made you make clothes but then not wear them what was it that was holding you back I've never been one for clothes I was a single parent with four children so their priority was more important than my clothes you know even as I was getting older I still wasn't Thrilled about clothes, shall we say. So I think that deep down, that's partly it. And more so, I think it was just making it and not having the confidence to wear it. You know, it's yeah. even still, you know, I, I make things and in they're the, put in the wardrobe. I don't wear them. I don't know why. I mean, I do because still, with we've still got the lockdown mentality. I don't go out much other than shopping. And it seems silly putting nice frocks on when you're going shopping, you know, but. Perhaps I should. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> I agree with Lynn. We get dressed up to go for a cup of coffee. We put yes. our best dress on to go for a cup of coffee. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, a local shopping mall, there's all these plaques on the wall to get your photograph taken. Like these are uh, North of England expression, what we call Geordie expressions. And it's a Howie man and high air and and things like that and you can get your photograph taken with that behind you and it's lovely (laughs) 
Have you had fun taking photos with those sayings behind you? Yes. Yes, it's lovely. My son lives in Los Angeles and he loves to see me photographs, you know. It's wonderful. I lost my youngest son at the beginning of the year and that the song community has just yeah. been wonderful. You know, all his friends on, on Instagram. Sorry, Linda. It's all right. It's, it's, it's still raw, but, you know. Yeah. But these girls have been absolutely wonderful. It's like having thousands of sisters. They're so, so kind. It's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Before sewing and before getting into Instagram, I would have been here with my husband just grieving every single day. But they, I know that they're behind me. And I know I can, you know, turn on Instagram and speak to any one of them and they would all be there for me. And it's, that's that's all you could want for. And that's from all around the world. Yes. Yeah, all around the world. In Sydney, Australia, we have a friend. We have friends in America. <laughs> and as Linda says, Maria, it is a very supportive community. The sewing community is so very supportive. And yeah. We would have all been in our bedrooms or our sewing rooms, sitting alone sewing without the power of Instagram. So I love Instagram. Didn't know it until two years ago, but mm -hmm. we met through Instagram, Linda. We've met so many other people and I'm a big fan of Instagram. What other communities on Instagram are you part of? So you're part of the Sew 50 community, so that's one. Oh, that's a difficult one. It's just Really, the community for me yep. is the Sova 50 community and other people that I meet who might be a lot younger than 50, but who share that same interest. So another community I'm part of, and Linda, the First for Fabrics community. It's a local store which sells fabric, and it's more than just a shop selling fabric. It's a place where we can go and meet up and then go for coffee. And lots of ladies now use that as a place where they can meet up. So I think fabric shops, Linda, is another place where we all tend mm. to congregate. But for me, so over 50 community, the people who run it must work so, so hard because you always get a response. Whenever I tag so over 50, there's a response very, very quickly. So it, it makes me feel part of that community. And I'm also part of, there's an online fabric shop in Southern Ireland, and it's called Beyond the Pink Door. Andrea, who runs it, has Zoom nights on a Wednesday night and a Thursday night. So I'm always on the Zoom on a Thursday night. There's about 14 of us, and that's another thing that just, you know, keeps you going. I look forward to my Thursday nights to speak to the girls. And I've done a few sewing collaborations with other girls, there's a girl I met, we went on holiday and she lives in Oxford. We were going further down south. We met up with Lynn. She's old soul and she's originally from our part of the world. And she's, again, you know, we just clicked. It's hard to describe, but I'm sure you've done the same yourself, Mary. Of course. You've got so much in common and it's, it's nice. It's as if you've got your own little language, your own little... <laughs> Definitely, yeah. You could be talking in front of a stranger and two sewists would understand what they were saying, but the stranger wouldn't have a clue. You know, it's quite nice, actually. Fat quarters. Fat quarters comes to mind. Whenever I say the word fat quarters with people who don't sew, they cannot understand what I mean. So there you are. Fat quarters is part of our language. Yes. 
or um, being best friends with your unpicker. Yeah, seam ripper. I think I call mine a, a seam ripper. <laughs> well, my husband is getting to know all the sewing jargon as well. He's sort of into it. <laughs> my morning routine is to get up, have a shower and whatever, and then sit and have a coffee and watch the vlogs on TV. So he watches them too. That's my morning routine. Bloggers are wonderful people as well. You know, they help you in every single way. I mean, there's so many around the world and they've all got various techniques. So it's quite a good way of staying connected with people, but also learning so much. True. Definitely. I agree. There's only one thing I've got against the Australian ones. When you show your fabrics, they're gorgeous and you think, oh, I can't get that. (laughs) Are you talking about the merino fabrics as well? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I think we'll both follow the Dahlia Society. When she has a fabric haul, I think, oh, and the linens out of this world. Obviously, we could buy them from Australia, but the prices couldn't afford it. Yeah. Seem to have much nicer fabric shops than we do, put it that way. Oh, okay. I love coats and I love coatings. So the coatings that you can get, we can't get, but then I can't really wear them in Sydney in the winter. No, exactly. Oh, well, it's plenty cold where we live. In the north of England, it's a very cold place in the winter. So we love those boucles and those lovely French back terries, you know, the soft fabrics, because we want to be cosy in the winter. And all the tweed fabrics. Yes. Gorgeous. Yes. Well, for me, building the friendships is about being open to new people and new ideas. And it's about following people and learning from them. So I can just go on. And like I said with Linda, I couldn't figure out the pockets. So I contacted a sewist. And then there are other people who come on with such great tips about sewing using your self edges, for example. Yes. Or, you know, little things like that, just by following someone and therefore becoming their friend, really, because if they follow back, you begin to build a friendship just by commenting on someone's post. So you just learn so much. And it's such a great feeling to actually say, I have lots of friends. And like Linda, it wasn't really like that before. I did have friends, but not many friends because I worked full time and had a very busy life. So I didn't make space for friends. But with Instagram, you can write to me during the day and then I can comment later and we can build up this whole conversation and therefore become friends through those conversations. So I really love that you can do that. Instagram's opened up that world for me. It's opened up a world in which I have a friend that I made two years ago in America. We still communicate. And that's a wonderful thing for me. And I've also got a friend who's only about 10 or 12 miles away, Linda. And we Mm. can actually meet up and chat over a cup of coffee, which is another good thing. Coffee and Instagram and sewing. What more could you ask for? Exactly. (laughs) And Linda? I don't think I could add anything to that, Lynn. That was very good. <laughs> you can tell she was a teacher, can't you? <laughs> you know, talking about teachers, Marilyn, the other girl, she's a teacher as well. And the two of them can be very, very bossy. Oh, Linda, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I'm only teasing. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. <laughs> 
Yes, it's, it's a, a dreadful trait. If you've been a teacher, you are always a teacher and people can pick you out in a crowd. <laughs> At the end of the day, life is really what you make it. And, you know, these people that we meet, the sourists, they're so, so kind and so caring. And like Lynn said, nothing's a bother to them. You know, you, you contact them and say, I'm stuck with this and they're there, you know, straight away. What other walk of life would that happen? You know, what other other type of community would that happen? I, I don't think it would. And the age the age thing is as well. I mean, most times young people don't want anything to do with us, but we share the same experience with the young and the old. It's across the board. There's no age barrier in sewing, none whatsoever. No, exactly. Well said. And it's wonderful. <laughs> You've both done really well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I've enjoyed it. We've talked a lot. Lynn and Linda, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast with Sober 50 and sharing what your friendship means to you and how friendships in the sewing community, you know, they start with sewing, but it's actually more than that and they help you through life and it, there's no age barrier either. Well said, Maria. I couldn't agree more. Yes. It's a, a true sisterhood. Well, thank you. Thank you, Lynn and Linda. Thank you. Well, thank you, Maria, for inviting us to speak about our friendship. We are so thrilled with it. And it would be lovely for the people out there who don't realise how easy it is to make friends when you have that shared interest of sewing. So I do hope other people contact, just contact, reach out, reach out to someone that you see on Instagram. And before you know it, you'll have a wealth of friends. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> and have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of Soul Organized Style Podcast for So Over 50 was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Lynn and Linda. Many thanks to the Sewing Angels of the North, Lynn and Linda, for sharing their life stories with us today. Also, a special shout out to Marilyn. Sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organized Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Make sure you give us a five-star rating and review. Support this podcast through our Patreon account, as well as every podcast is free. We have so many great So Over 50 podcasts for you to catch up on and hear from great people in the So Over 50 community. We hope our podcasts help you stay connected and make you smile. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our podcast website at soorganizedstyle.com or on our Instagram account at soorganizedstyle or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>